0: Okay, so I have a question for you. What do snow plowing, car safety, investment management, and face recognition technologies all have in common? They all have impacts that are gendered. That is, things that we think are somehow gender neutral, like snow plowing, may not be. Let's take snow plowing. Most municipalities focus on getting the roads clear after a major snowfall. But when you clear snow from roads before you clear sidewalks, it turns out that you get many more slip and fall accidents, and most of these are women because they are more likely to be the ones walking kids to school in the mornings. Or what about car safety? We see that women are 47% more likely to be injured and 17% more likely to die when they get in a car accident because most vehicle crash tests are done with crash test dummies that are male sized or have male physical features. Or investment management. Research shows that women are highly likely to leave their investment advisors when their spouses pass away because those advisors had never worked with them effectively. Or let's look at facial recognition technology. It is coming under fire for many reasons these days, but one important one is that it is much less accurate in recognizing women's faces, especially women of color. In all of these examples, business leaders and policymakers are failing to consider gender, racial, and other inequalities that come from the way that they design their policies, products, services, and processes. Hi, I'm Sarah Kaplan, a professor of strategic management at the University of Toronto's Rotman School of Management and founding director of the Institute for Gender and the Economy, otherwise known by its acronym, GATE. My pronouns are she and her. To address these questions and think about how to unlock the innovative opportunities for new products, services, and policies, and also think about the hidden risks that come from not examining your business or activities using an intersectional gender lens, We at GATE joined with our Rotman partner, the TD Management and Data Analytics Lab to host a one-day conference in the spring of 2023 called Gender Analytics Possibilities. The conversations on all of the panels were eye-opening, so we wanted to share them with you in this limited edition podcast series, Designing for Everyone. At this conference, we talked about decolonizing data and design, more inclusive government policy, more equitable financial services, inclusive analyses of the law, sports analytics, responsible artificial intelligence, and perspectives from designers on the ins and outs of inclusive product and service design. Each of the episodes in this podcast series covers one of these topics. We tried to bring together some really different perspectives and explore a wide variety of contexts. In the episodes that follow, you will see that we looked at many intersections, gender, race, indigeneity, disability, and others. But before we dive into the next episodes, maybe you're wondering, what is gender analytics anyway? We've been developing this concept for a few years now, and it is fundamentally about developing inclusive products, services, programs, and policies. It's about using inclusive analysis to uncover hidden risks in your current offerings and innovative opportunities for the future. And importantly, even though the name says gender, You can't do any analysis without considering how gender intersects with indigeneity, race, ethnicity, disability, sexual orientation, and other identities to shape impacts. So we're flipping the script. When most people hear the word inclusion or diversity, they immediately think about talent management. How are we going to recruit and promote diverse talent? But here we're going to focus on inclusion in the outputs of your organization. How do you go to market? How do you serve your constituencies? How do you innovate? Now that doesn't mean gender analytics has nothing to do with talent management, because if you're going to do gender analytics properly, you'll need diverse talent on your teams. So the more committed you are to equitable outputs, the more you will be required to build up the diverse talent in your organization. And even more importantly, there's a huge ricochet effect. When you hire diverse talent, and then they get to work on assuring that the products, services, and programs are inclusive, you put the traditionally more marginalized people front and center in the organization. They aren't just, quote, diverse talent. They aren't just included. You aren't just trying to make sure they belong. But instead, diverse talent is at the heart of what makes the organization tick. So when we talk about gender analytics, we're talking about how data is produced, examining it for biases, and collecting intersectional disaggregated data. We're talking about using qualitative and quantitative data to generate inclusive insights. We're talking about incorporating those insights into product, service, program, and policy design. And as you'll hear throughout the podcast series, we're talking about how to collaborate with and co-create with users, constituencies, and stakeholders in this process. I really hope you enjoy the conversations that follow in the next episodes. If you want to learn more about gender analytics, you can go to genderanalytics.org. Now, as is customary at the University of Toronto, we like to start our events with a land acknowledgement. I want to acknowledge that the land on which the University of Toronto is located is the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishnabeg, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat peoples, and is now home to many diverse First Nations, Inuit and Métis, from across Turtle Island. Toronto is covered by Treaty 13 with the Mississaugas of the Credit, and we are grateful to be able to work on this land. Of course, it is one thing to make this acknowledgement, and it is another thing to build reconciliation into our work. That's why the first panel of the conference, and our first episode of this podcast, focuses specifically on how we can decolonize data and design. Stay tuned for this and other episodes, and please follow this podcast and all of the other podcasts produced by Gate Audio Productions.